All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lionbolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and feature titan for episode 282, all the way from Vancouver, Canada, none other than my good friend, Dean Philpot. Dean, it's an honor and a pleasure, my friend. I appreciate you taking the time today. Greg, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And just for clarification, it's Vancouver Island right next to Vancouver, Canada. So oh. we're all we got it. We got it. You've nailed it now. Vancouver I appreciate Island. it, Dean. You know, shame on me. Shame on me for that. And, and again, I always appreciate the clarification. This is a candid conversation as always, it being live. I, I cannot thank you enough, Dean, seriously, for taking the time and just sharing your story, background, who you are as a man, a professional, and just your journey through life. I really am excited for this one. And I know the audience too. So without further ado, let's just go right into it, Dean, this way. And I want to start with this question. It always is, you know, my absolute favorite, which is the origin story. You know, who is Dean? Where does he come from? What got him into the business and the life journey that he is up until today? Let, let, let's start with that. I know that's a loaded one. Oh, sure. What a loaded question. And then <laughs> again, thank you. I'm honored to be here. You have no idea. So uh, my, my start, uh, and I understand a lot of the audience is from all over the world, so we'll just keep the general areas. But I'm from Eastern Canada, okay. born uh, in Newfoundland, which is a big island, right? Uh, island off of Canada. And um so it's exactly, it couldn't be any further away than I am right now. So I'm born and raised in Newfoundland. I mean, I come from a land of uh, limiting beliefs and Pentecostal mom, right? So that that's that's going to, you know, lay the station about where I grew up. And um, so I started out in Newfoundland and ended up as a young man into the mainland, which is like in that Toronto area. And it wasn't working for me. So at one point I flipped a quarter and I said, hey, if it lands on tails, I'm going back home. Or if it lands on heads, or actually it was the opposite. If it lands on tails... I'm going elsewhere. If it lands heads, I'm going to go home. It landed on tails and I ended up in Whitehorse, Yukon, which is right next to Alaska. Okay. So that's where it all started. And I was like in my early 20s. And that's where my life started. And that's where I started getting my life, I guess, experiences. Hmm. So from there, as a young man, I don't really have a formal education. So anything that came my way was an opportunity. So I started jumping at things, Greg. And that's where my life kind of started. And Jumped into being a carpenter, had a construction company. Uh, so, of course, hence the whole real estate background with that construction company. Yeah. I went into Alaska and had a U-Haul business, had an old-time photo studio, had a car rental business there. Yeah. Uh, back in Whitehorse, Yukon, uh, became a carpenter, like I said, that went into building cabinets. Mm -hmm. And everywhere I went, this is, this is the part that leads into the real estate. People yeah. would say to me, Dean, oh, my God, have you ever considered being a real estate agent? And I'm like... Um, well, you know, guys, I got a lot on the go right now. I was a private investigator for 10 years with the company. You know, yeah. and, and the opportunity goes on and on and on. So when they would say this question, I'm like, I'm too busy to be a realtor. But then I started, I, I became friends with a couple of realtors. And then I started looking at their lifestyle. I'm like, oh my God, they drive really nice cars. They're always on vacation and they don't particularly work too hard in my opinion. So I'm like, oh, oh my wow. God, why would I not fit in this category? So then in, two in 1999, I bit the bullet and I, took the licensing program and I actually made a deal with the company. I said, well, if you give me an office space where I can run my other companies, I'll commit it. I'll study there all year. No pressure. Right. Wow. So I got my, I got my license in 2000, Greg. So that's what led up to the real estate. So always been a young entrepreneur, you know, made money, lost money, you know, it's, and, and the businesses go on. So it, it was setting the stage for my being an entrepreneur. And I remember one thing, Greg, that stood out. In grade seven, the, the we were back in Newfoundland, we still had spelling exams in grade seven. Can you believe that? <laughs> there you go. Entrepreneur. And I couldn't spell it. And I'm like, I don't know how to spell that word, but man, it sounds like it's a fit. And that's that's what's followed me. Dean, I, the, the way that you set that stage, incredible, starting from a coin flip, you know, yeah. looking at it from that perspective. And, and you, you've heard you know, individuals, you know, hey, let, let's let's flip the difference, you know, uh, if buying or selling a, an item, but that flipping a difference on a, a place to live and to go. Um, what an incredible start. And, and again, there's no direct path into real estate. You, you have so many career um, ventures along the way, learning experiences and perspectives to kind of lead you up to that stage. 
Uh, and that's why I really want to hit this home with everybody who's tuning in. There, there's not a one size fits all. There's not one clear cut path. Very few people on the show, if any, have said someday, you know, when I'm older and I'm all grown up, I, that's that's it. I want to be a real estate professional. It's there, there's there's trial and error along the way to find that path um, to it, Dean. So I love you setting the stage here. So so let's talk about 2000. So you're in 2000 yes. now. You're licensed. Where do you yeah. go from there? Okay, started with the brokerage, we all know Century 21. And I was there basically for five minutes and it just wasn't a fit. Although they had housed me for that year, you know, to come in and do my license, you know, it just wasn't a fit. So I thought, okay, I'm just gonna jump ship right away. And that was year 2000, just had my license. And uh, and then I went to our other brokerage, Remax of, of Whitehorse kind of thing, you know, Action Realty. And I thought, okay, now I'm with the big boys. I am gonna hit this out of the park. And they were, you know, they knew my energy from around from all those years of having those companies. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I was building relationships over those years. And oh my gosh, Greg, zero sales in eight months. I went to Remax and I was supposed to be, I, I was brought in at the as the new heavy hitter. And I did zero sales in eight months and it blew my mind. And I had said, so I, I was, uh, I was said to my, uh, my second wife by this time, mm-hmm. a lot yeah. when I'm there, we don't need to go there. But, uh, but uh, so my broker says, Dean, what the hell is going on? And I'm like, my second, my Vivian says to me, she goes, Dean, we can give this 12 months, but my gosh, what are we going to do? I'm like, oh my goodness. So I was at that stage where I was paying attention to everything that was being said and grasping at straws eight months. And I was a very energetic young kid sure. and I couldn't put it together. So I went to a seminar out, uh, out somewhere else in Canada and I came back with three ideas, Greg. And I thought it, and it revolutioned by the beginning of my career. And that's where it started. So they had sent me out for like a, you know, it's like, oh my God, we got to get Dean out somewhere because I mean, whatever's going on in here is not working. So I went out and again, one of the one of the speakers, Greg says, you know, you only need one good idea to change your life in real estate. And so at that point, this is all new for me. I was used to touching things in the morning and it being gold in the afternoon. That, that's just who I was in that little town of Whitehorse. Mm-hmm. And understand Whitehorse had 25,000 people. So, you know, I wanted to become a big fish in that small pond. Mm-hmm. And then the more I couldn't have any sales, the more I wanted to be number one. And so then I got obsessed mm-hmm. with being number one. So, I mean, yeah, I'll just, just jump right into it. So I come back with these three ideas for anybody that wants the new ideas when they're a brand new realtor or can use it in, in their career now. But remember, this is back in 2000. I was only just having a cell phone in my hand and, you know, everything was done, uh, you know, paper. I mean, this was no laptops then. You had your big old VIC-20 in the back and that's what it was. Nice. <laughs> So I was coming into this thing and I walked back with three ideas. And, and so at the time, mm-hmm. there was nobody had their picture on their signs and nobody would, they weren't using their picture. And so um, the lady, her name was Tony. I'll never forget it. Wow. Put your picture everywhere. And I thought, okay, well, that's easy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then find a firm area. And I'm like, a firm area? There's no firming. And I, that's how ignorant I was. I didn't know what a firm area was. Wow. Take an area in your town, dominate it, and don't give up because make that area your, you know what, you know, make it your, make it your, yeah. Yeah. Make it. <laughs> and so, and then the last but not least was find a hook. And hence, you know, we're going to talk about that. So yeah. I started, I come back from that conference and I started implementing all these things. And I knew I was on the right path because everybody in the building was saying, you are one crazy kid. Don't spend your money and your time doing that. Mm-hmm. And so again, put my picture on the signs. It started happening. When that, so I'm just going to keep on going here because I Please, just love. No, Dean, this is this is gold. Keep going yeah. for sure. So I put the picture on the sign. Now we're back in 2001 now, right? And so this is new in a small town of 25,000 people. Put it on your, you know, put it on your email signature. Make notepads. Put it on the pad. Put your picture everywhere because nobody wasn't. And then so I started hearing flack from everybody in my office. And I knew in my heart, it's like, okay, I'm on to something, baby. Wow. So when that started happening, I started a farm area. I picked a little area called Riverdale. Okay. And I don't know, I have four or 500 houses. Mm-hmm. And so because my sign, my picture had my sign, people were walking into my office going, okay, I don't remember who it is because I was looking at his picture and he's bald. So whoever the bald person is that owns this listing, I want to talk to him. Wow. Okay, so... Then I started happening. And again, being a man from back east, I, you know, sometimes we we're not all that bright. We got we, things gotta happen a lot for us to get for us to understand. So the third time in one month, uh, a person came into the office and they said, Okay, I don't know what his name is, but he's bald, he's on a sign, but I want to buy that house. And the 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 receptionist came back, she goes, Dean, everybody don't know your name, but they call you the bald guy. And but boom, here was my hook was born. Wow. The 
had been born. And so it had to be organic because mm-hmm. when you're doing a hook, you can't just go out and name yourself. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm whatever, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, and it seemed dorky at the time. So I, re- I remember Greg, my heart melting when I felt this and I'm like, Oh my God, this is the hook, but my God, I can't say I'm the bald guy from Rima. Are you kidding me? And so I put it very small underneath one of my listings in the newspaper ad because we didn't have Facebook by that time, right? right? It was all paper. So I put down listed by the bald guy called Dean. Well, my office went off the charts and they were damn near going to fire me for like misrepresentation of like product, you know, being a professional. And I got into so much. It was just intense. Yikes. No, no, this is good. Greg, it was born. And, you know, a year later, I was not only dominating that area in Riverdale, everybody in town didn't know my name, but they knew I was the bald guy. And so that's where that started. So there's my three right off the bat tips. Dean, massive tips, by the way. I want, I want to kind of unpack those the, just right off the bat. And it, huge advice, massive advice for anybody who's tuning into this. Whether you're new or a seasoned pro, I think that you can really overlook these, these thoughts. Imagery, right? So that that idea of you know, people so focused on logos and, and branding and ultimately the consumer is not doing a deal with a logo and or directed to brand or, or to a brokerage per se. They're doing business with Dean, right? So right. your face, your persona is the individual I'm engaging with. Massive opportunity to then put your brand or your logo, which is your face in the places that matter. So uh, I think that physically and digitally, that makes a ton of sense. You look at it from a standpoint, which I love this in and of itself. When people say, you're crazy, you're doing these things. When others are not focusing in an area, but you decide to go somewhere else, that's where the most level of capability and disruptance can be and the most growth for scale. When everybody is going right, you go left and vice versa. I think that that's huge advice for people to pay attention to trends uh, you know, what the masses are doing, try to find different ways to go about it. You know, you having a hook, Dean, it's not easy for people to do that. And and initially, as you had stated, oh, I don't know if I can, but what an awesome thing. Organically, you said in one month, three people had addressed you this way. Hey, if it's natural, make it happen. I, and I think that that's just the way to go. So massive advice right off the bat. Uh, you know, I, again, I think looking into your persona, your individual brand and your message, I think that that's, that's a crucial way to go about it, but, uh, not everybody is as fortunate as Dean to kind of position himself that way, but you can do it now. That's the idea. This is great advice for sure. Well, I believe, I believe that in my heart It's about, it's about be, be who you are to what you do and you'll always have whatever it is you want. And, so I, and I believe, you know, that fit with me. I had to sit with it for, you know, oh my gosh, like days. I'm like, oh my God, Dean, are you really going to do that? And, you know, and then as you know, we we're going to talk about, I'm one guy with two careers in my second career of real estate. When we talk about that in the second half, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I was able to take the same branding and not only do it again, but do it in a different province. And so mm-hmm. I was able to take that out and move it into a different part of Canada. And it went again. So again, this is what I want to encourage people. It's like, you know, you, you come up with your hook, it's with you for life and you can scale it and take it with you, baby. Right. This is my thing. Uh, and, and Dean, the fact that you, it wasn't just in one area that you took and then moved that, and that's a concern. A lot of real estate professionals, what do I do? I build up a database, a sphere of influence or a notoriety in a certain area. Am I starting over? Am I starting from scratch? The way that I look at that is you're not starting over because you compound all the information and the utilization of your career and your mind into that new area. So instead of starting from the beginning, you've got a head start in any geographic location. And if you did it once, you should be able to do it again and again 100%. and again. 100%. So I, I, I love that mentality. And there's lots of people that that have um, negative tendencies to limitations. It, they're only on ourselves. And and obviously you don't live that way, Dean. You don't have that. But I want to go into, um, I want to go into the next part. So, so you, you've really developed this. You, you were at Century 21, at Remax, you know, you're, you're really ebbing and flowing. You're building the business. What are, what are the next steps in your real estate career from there, Dean? Okay. I mean, there's, um, this is the part, Greg, where it becomes, um, I have no regrets in my career. I, you know, you know, it's going to start deep when we start that mm-hmm. there are no regrets. Cause I, what I'm about to talk about next, I wouldn't be this human that I am today unless I had to go through that. So when I look back and, and think about what, what, what went down, mm-hmm. This was part of my allotment in life. And I know, I know, you know, the big guy upstairs looked down and goes, okay, this kid can take it. And this is what we're going to do. So he can be that person when he's 56 years old. Well said. So, so you know, I had become obsessed. I talked about like 
Greg, we were the poorest family in my town, and I didn't know this. And I didn't know this was what what drove me when I was a kid. Wow. I didn't realize that when people brought us food on Sundays, that that they didn't do that for everybody. We were we were the poorest family, and so I didn't know when I was getting into business and being driven. I didn't know that's what was driving me. Wow. This this weirdness, this this obsession of I I want to be the best. I want to be number one. And I remember our broker taking us to the pursuit of excellence. You know, that's a program up here. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a personal development, much like PSI or something like that. Or, you know, and so it's a whole weekend thing. And all I put on every piece of paper that they ask, I have, I will be number one. I will be number one. I will be number one. That's all I was obsessed with it. Wow. And so great. The part here was the next portion of my career by 2003, mm -hmm. I was taking off. Now things were going everywhere you look. I mean, it's happening. I mean, I didn't have a name anymore. It was the bald guy. I was, it was busy. I have two kids. I'm into my second marriage. Yeah. Um, you know, life is good. Uh, however, unconscious competent is how I describe my first career. Uncon I was doing things, Greg, and not asking questions. And I was getting results beyond anybody that I knew or found. And I was just going for it without asking questions. And this whole number one thing, I traded in my soul. Mm. By the time 2009 showed up, I had traded in my soul to be that person unconsciously. And wow. I had let my ego, my ego started taking over. You know, ego states that I am what I have. Mm. I, am, I am what other people think of me. I am what I do. And most egregiously, ego says, I am not a part of this universe. I'm separate from God, which we all know we're all one, right? And so, mm -hmm. Greg, I got so lost in that in that facade of success. And I never had that. And of course, success to me at that point, because I was uh, unconscious, competent, I mean, I was ignorant. I, success to me meant money. Oh my God. So, you have, so I can now have a house that nobody in my family ever could have. I could drive. I could send home money to my parents, mm -hmm. buy them car. Th this whole thing for me was success, but I had begun to lose my soul and I never questioned it, Greg there's that's that's why i say that was the first career mm. but but dean and and thanks for um sharing that story it, it's not uh it's not what everybody anticipates wanting no. to go through into a life and to see success financially knowing that there truly is a trade-off um and, and you having that that hunger thirst uh, you know, to really hit those goals to be number one, you know, in that period of time, you know, give or take, you know, let's just say seven, eight years and, you know, in total before getting to to that time frame, um, a lot of adjustments have, have happened. And I feel that, and this is just me, Dean, feel that so many of us were in the moment and we don't necessarily see what's happening around us because it's happening on a daily and we don't look down the road to see where we were versus where we're going. And you lift your head up one day and you say, oh my gosh, look at what happened now. And, and, and so the fact of the matter is, is that you identified that at that time in your life and you know you have reflection on it today. And again, it's not saying that you can't have goals and you can't sure. be number one in your market and all these different things financially, that, that's not a negative in the nature. But I think, at least I don't want to put words in your mouth, Dean, but where you're coming from is that there is a, there's a, a way to reflect and, and to be in those moments to understand, what am I really doing? Well, what's really going on here? I think it's being self-aware. But, but, let, but let's go from that point, though, too, Dean. Let, so it's 2009. You're in this spot. You're, you're, you're killing it financially. You're hitting all the goals. Where are you now? Yeah. So Greg, this is the part where I, I don't remember. I probably don't remember. I had, I went through my second divorce in 2008 and I remember what I do remember is that, you know, my beautiful wife just says, you know, Dean, we lost you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I remember that and that was, that was hard. So I thought I'll do the only thing I know how to do, do, and I'll go back to work harder mm. and I'll, um, I'll, I won't have to deal with this. So that's what I'll do. Sure. And so I remember taking it up a notch if mm. that was possible. So I was wow. just completely, I mean, and now during all this, Greg, there is one thing, I mean, um, there, there was, I didn't there was nobody to, I didn't have the person in my life to say, Dean, you're out of control, man. Mm. And let me give you some examples. Like out of control for me was like, um, I could be at my kid's soccer game. I'm at Reed's and Kate's soccer game, mm -hmm. but I was 
you know, I was writing contracts for people. I did more business at the kids stuff. It was great. I mean, so I just thought, well, I'm there. This is all I can do. I go for breakfast. And I, you know, I, I did, you know, during all this tumultuous, horrible period in my own personal life, there's one thing that, that holds true. And I, 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 I'm a great dad. That's probably one of the greatest things I am in my life. And so one of those things was I, I, the kids were always number one to a certain degree, you know, like I never you know, set the habits because I, I guess unconsciously I knew that, well, I don't want to lose the kids. And by this time, you know, my first wife was in the past and I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, doing second wife with my kids. So it's like, Hey, I'm the guy with the, I'm the guy with the kid baggage, you know, kind of thing to sort of look at it. So I want to be, want to be the dad. So I created the habits with them, took my little girl, Katie out, held her door every time. So, that, you know, anybody that's listening that they're single dads, I'm going to tell you something. There's power into creating a few habits, even if your soul is on the way to be going to hell because you want your career so bad. Sure. But 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 going to those soccer games and writing contracts and taking names and, you know, I could I could be stopped at a set of lights and write a contract from a guy in the next car. That's that's how intense this was. And it was great. I was, you know, by nature, everybody thought I was the most fun, loving guy. You know, that, that was the whole thing. Sure. However, but approaching 2009 now, second marriage. Greg, um, this is the part that's always a little, this is the part that's a little uncomfortable and I'm good because this is what, this is what I feel is important because by this time I, I wasn't sleeping. So by, by the time 2008 rolled around, I knew I was going back to work. Mm -hmm. I, I just didn't want to deal with anything. So I, I couldn't sleep. So I started this, you know, this beautiful little sleeping pill thing and that just started. And then during the daytime, well, mm -hmm. I couldn't stay awake. So then there's another pill for that too. And so then there's another one and there's another one. And then Greg, before you know it, I'm, um, I'm introduced to the family, you know, that people know there's a family of Oxy family out there. And so by this time, Greg, there's, um, and I don't, I, I don't know if it was a dependency or a habit or it, it became to a point, Greg, where on February 9th, 2014, um, I kissed myself goodbye in the mirror and I wasn't myself, Greg, for weeks and months. And I got out of bed. I looked like the episode of Tony Soprano with the beard on and he was just just wandering around aimlessly. And Greg, by this time, I had overpromised, underdelivered. This was not who I was as a person, as a human being. I, I, I remember not having the connections with my kids anymore. It got to a point where I couldn't function. And I remember one morning, and I know it wasn't me. And I wasn't myself, Greg, and I got out of bed one morning and I said, I can't do this anymore. And um, and so I gently walked over to my, my dresser. If I'm looking at my bed, it's on the left. And I stood in front of the mirror, Greg, and I, I actually kissed my lips and said, hey, man, we had a good run. It's all good. And Greg, I, um, I, um, I took this combobulation. I took this combination of everything I had in me. And I remember putting it in my hands like, I just don't need this anymore. I just, I, I can't do this. And Greg, this was so not me. And Greg, when I did this, I couldn't get it to my mouth. I couldn't get it. Mm. And so my hand shook and my hand shook and I watched it and I'm trying to get it in because it's done. Wow. And it took it right over the toilet and it turned it over and it emptied these medication things into the toilet and I collapsed on the floor. Wow. That was my defining moment as a human being of why I'm now on the planet. Mm. I called for help. I called my neighbor. She came over. I got started getting some help. Mm. And that was, that's, that's, that's where things started to change, Greg. And so mm. when I look back now, mm. I believe there's so many beautiful human beings as realtors out there. Mm -hmm. And guys, this, this, this happened not because I'm a, not a nice guy. I'm a beautiful human. And just like everybody else, Yep. We can't, I got lost in all this stuff, this weirdness, this buying boats, Greg. I was, I took my kid to Disneyland, came back with a new yacht. I mean, who does this? I, I, I needed some therapy. So I was driving in and I called some dealership and four months later, I have a truck showed up that I didn't know I ordered. Greg, I was out of control. This was, and I was not used to money. Remember being so poor. Yeah. Having all this money coming in, you're making six, 700 grand a year. It was like, it was just flowing, it's thrown at me so much where I didn't know what to do. So I just did the unconscious competent thing. Wow. Buy what I thought everybody thought I should buy. And Greg, I got lost. And so there, here, here's a moment of def definition for me. Mm -hmm. When my friend showed up, in between the time when I collapsed and I'm lying on my floor, mm -hmm. 
I made a deal with God. And I remember looking up and going, I can see the cedar ceiling now and I can see the window overlooking the trees. Wow. And I said, okay, God, here's the deal. And I don't, for me, it's God, Uda Bella. I'm, you know, Buddha, Allah, it doesn't matter. I have the universal being for me. I will just call it God. Sure. And I, and I made a deal with God that day. And I said, okay, listen, here's the deal. I, um, you know, you gave me all these resources and I fucked it up. Right. I don't, ha I don't have, I don't have right now the capacity. I don't know what to do. I need some help. If you choose to let me do this thing, I'll um, I'll repay this debt. And so uh, I made a deal that day with God on that February 14th, 2009. And I made a deal and I said, listen, you saved my life and and, and I'll come back at some point and I will give back whatever you want. Like, you know, just, just let me know. And so Greg, that's where this path started from then. That's, that's the new path. Uh, Dean, um, you know, words can't, describe the emotions that you've really uh, shared with everybody here. And I know that there are so many people tuning in live with us and or that are maybe listening or watching after the fact, uh, truly touched by the fact that you were humble enough, gracious enough to share that story and that part of your life and, and not a great part. Uh, but in turn, taking that that experience and learning and changing and, and morphing and growing from that. Um, I, I think that the big takeaway to me is that, you know, not necessarily looking at it from a standpoint of what others think of us or doing or taking actions based off of others' opinions or perspectives, living a life by design. Uh, you know, it's never too late. Um, I, I think that that's a, a big importance for people to take away. Um, there's spots in life where I know people feel that it is it. And I think that ultimately there are so much more out there and so much impact, but it is a serious thing. And, and people don't talk about it. People don't talk about depression. People don't talk about uh, negativity in lives. It's all sunshine and roses. Uh, that's just not the case. And, you know, somebody such as yourself who has, has been through so much in a life, experienced that and then grew and moved on from that dean it's an absolute inspiration so you just need to know that um, there's people that are taking this to heart maybe they're in a, a similarity in situation right now and there might be impact based off of what you're saying today so i can't thank you enough i know that there are people on here that are also sending you love you know for that experience um Where's the next chapter, Dean? So, so you're at this point in your life. You made the the promise. Where are you now? What 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 are the next steps? Kind of going through. Mm, thank you. Um. Well, you know, um, they say the definition of insanity, right, is to get up and do it all over again, expecting different results. So, so I, I was I was happy to say that I, I I wasn't part of the insanity group for the first time. Love it. And so September of 2014, that's seven months after my collapse on the same floor, mm. I got up in my house and I heard someone whistling and I came down the stairs and it was me. Mm. And so that was, I knew that I had been found and I've been helped. And so I started just on this personal development journey, Greg, I was 42 years old and I had never been in, I don't know what personal development meant. Mm. And I began to find, you know, I just, I just started putting out, you know, when, when you're ready, the teachers will arrive, Greg. And, you know, uh, my, my, my mentor, Bob Proctor, he just passed away a couple of years ago. He became a dear friend. I started, I resonated with him and Wayne Dyer. There's some people that I resonated with. And I, then I became, then I went the other way. I have an addictive personality and I had money. So two things, I jumped on every plane and I went to every personal development thing there was in, in, in North America. Wow. If there was a plane heading out towards Bob Proctor seminars, I was there. And wow. I was sitting in the front row going, pick me, pick me. Cause I'm, I'm in. Mm -hmm. So I did this for the next five years. My real estate career slowed down in Yukon, in Whitehorse. Mm -hmm. And Greg, I, um, I, I, through his mentorship, I decided to combine 300 pages of loose leaf that I had written. And I took it to a, a lady by the name of D in mm -hmm. Texas. And we stayed there for a month and we started organizing it. And she says, Dean, I think we got all the makings here for a book. And so, Greg, I took my thoughts and I put them on paper. The, the, the thoughts that I had 
my whole life, all these depression thoughts, these thoughts, those thoughts. And I combined them in 2011 and I got help and we created a book with my thoughts on paper, the words. And they and she was able to coordinate it because what I thought was the beginning of the book, it, it was the end. And so that's why we need help. So then in 2011, this book got released. And of course, Bob at the time was so gracious. And he says, Dean, I don't do forwards anymore, but you know, we'll see what happens. I called him every every Friday for a year. And eventually when I stopped calling, he says like, hey, why'd you stop? And of course, uh, he wrote the forward for my book and it, and it went on to become an international bestseller, which leads into the next time in my life now. I'm still in Whitehorse, Yukon. Mm -hmm. My son and I, my daughter by now is traveling in Europe. My son is, uh, you know, going through some high school, you know, dilemmas and whatnot. And we had the opportunity and I was out speaking on the road because of this book became a bestseller. I became a real estate coach and I kind of left my business behind and, you know, I started just letting it go a little bit. And so the bigger thing for me was, I didn't even know what a mentor was. I thought I, I didn't know what it was. So, so when I found this out and started working with people, surrounding myself with people of like mind, surrounding myself with people that are going to uplift me in this time when I'm absolutely nothing. I have, I have done right down to the, I, I, you know, I lost everything again after that, you know, it, like it went right to nothing. I lost it all again, second divorce. When I finally dealt with it, it was empty, but I had a heart now and I could feel, okay, we, we're on a path. Wow. And so when that book came out, I, I started just getting these calls. Oh, Dean, love your story. Would you come speak? I'm like, come speak. Are you kidding me? Oh my God, I I would love to. Yeah. So that started. And so it brought me down to this Vancouver Island where I live now. One of, you know, the, the Remax broker down here at the time heard me speak and it was a disaster of a speech because I was nervous and I didn't know what to do. And I wasn't used to public speaking at that time. And so he... Uh, he, uh, he called me and said, like, I know your speech was a hot mess train wreck from hell, but he says, I can see inside you got something going on. So he says, I want to bring you down to our company in Vancouver Island. So I came down here. I liked the town so much. I bought a place. Two years later, Greg, I moved here. Now I'm, you know, three or four years not from doing production, got some referral money coming in. But I, I, this is where I started. So, so that's how that's how that transition moves. So when my son came down, we started down here in 2014. Started selling real estate. I, so I went back into the real estate market. Okay. And yeah. So here's here's another switch. So by the time we got here and moved here, Reed got set up in his schooling, and I feel okay, we're on the right path. I mean, I'm still a young man, too young to retire. I was I was getting depressed again. What am I doing sitting around the house? But just there I can't do this. Yeah. So. So then I got invited to jump into this brokerage here, you know, the, the Remax brokerage down here. And, and, I, and we loved it. And I, of course, became friends with everyone. And that's where my newest journey started. And my daughter then flew back and she goes, Dad, I want to come home. You're no longer in Whitehorse, but I want to come on Vancouver Island and let's, let's do this thing together and let's have a father-daughter team. And that's when I knew, Greg, okay, Dean, now is the time to practice conscious competency. If mm. I'm going to go back into this real estate business, we cannot go from ego. So, Greg, we made a deal with all the agents that ever on board with our team now because we've grown our team, my daughter and I. If listen, we are a heart-centered, we're a heart-centered group now. This cannot be about ego. This is our standards. If you're going to be part of our little bald guy group, you know, let it let the ego go at the door because I've been there and I I can't watch. I, I will not. This is going to be, I have to be, I have to be a good steward of what God gave back to me, which was my life. Mm -hmm. Also, I had lost my soul and now it's my time to to regain it and, and put it out there. Wow. And, and Dean, as you're going through this, I, I want to I want to backtrack to to the book in and of itself, and that kind of really shifted and changed kind of trajectories once again in different paths. So, are you talking about uh, stop wishing, start winning? Is that is that correct? So, um, you know, definitely one of those thought processes and relationships to to put your honesty and integrity, your mind out there for others to consume and change lives and make impact. That that's what this world should be about. Um, ultimately, it's just bettering the lives and, and sharing that the good, the bad and the ugly. And, and ultimately, that's just a wonderful thing uh, in proximity, you taking knowledge base and, and being thirsty and hungry for self improvement and really taking yourself to another place. All of us should be doing on a regular basis. So I, I think again, you're just setting that standard into saying, hey, you know, no matter where you're at, there's always room to get up dust yourself off and keep moving forward. I, I love the fact that, um, you know, there are people in our lives that see things. And that individual that you'd mentioned, even though, and to your perspective, you didn't do so well on stage, 
uh, which which I, I'm sure that it wasn't that bad uh, yeah. when you when you mention it. But the gentleman says, "Hey, Dean, I can see it. People can see the the heart, the intentionality, the the what are you doing and why are you doing it." Uh, and I think that that's crucially important to take away from everybody is always put your best foot forward in your effort, but people will see your true heart or nature or lack thereof. Yes. And I think that that opens up and or closes opportunities. What was it like when your daughter reached out, Dean, and that conversation kind of diving you know, deeper into real estate with one another what, what were you thinking at the time i mean as because i'm a dad i mean i'm thinking to yeah. myself gosh how cool would that be if my daughter wanted to work with me you know what i'm saying so what yeah. what was that like well i guess you know the um the feeling was overwhelming that i guess i feel so blessed because yeah. you know they could have went so many different directions looking at my path right and and i think Kids see my kids see me for my heart and not about the mistakes I've made. Or I'm still dead. And when she came back, she, you know, from her traveling, and she just says, you know, I want to be down here now with you. I mean, because again, this is what it's been. And so my, you know, my son was here, and that was overwhelmingly beautiful. And I thought, okay, God, thank you, because now here's listen. If I want to make an impact on this planet. I want to be able to share that 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 platform and stage with my kids because who better now to be a mentor for her than you know me and watch my mistakes and and Greg make no mistake this has not been easy we like Katie my daughter Kate is she's like me in in, in but she's in a skirt so it's like big personality she's you know and wow you know so we butt heads a lot but but through this has been seven years or so now we've been doing this thing together oh, so good Greg, it just gets better and better and better and i mean i've watched her go into these listing appointments now and truly drop the armor and be who she is and be the biggest best and i'm like oh my gosh greg there's no other reward on the planet knowing that you're watching your your child be her best and because she wants to be that person mm. you know and, and then my son is in the same neighborhood we all live in the same little town here i love again, it this is without my kids i you know again I, I come back and say wow i you know i wouldn't be who i am today right just like all these real estate experiences made us who we are yeah. but having that feeling of kate coming back here and then starting our business again wow and we started with that brokerage that i talked about yep. and it soon led into a part where it was really evident because of my new shift let's talk about that like here's my there, here's the new here's the dean 2.0 you know yeah. 2016 sure and 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 you know so we we got in here we got our feet wet i only knew one man in this town when we arrived i knew one person wow. and so i'm like okay boy we got an uphill battle and i said to kate Okay, Kate, you're blonde, you're young, you're beautiful. I said, do we really want to do this bald guy real estate team? I mean, come on. I mean, I'm your father. She goes, you know what, Dad? I trust you. Ooh. I said, well, she goes, Dad, you do what you feel you need to do to make this company, whatever it is that you feel is in your vision, right? Uh -huh. I'm like, Kate, I took this. We don't know anybody, so we got to figure something out. So, okay, yeah. let's do the bald guy real estate team. And so that's what we did. And she walked right into it. And our first few ads that we put out was like the bald and the beautiful. We started just mixing stuff up. And Greg, you know, it, it just organically unfolded. And, and I tell you, you know, like not back to knocking on doors. We didn't know anybody. We got to know the neighborhood, walked up and down Main Street. Hi, my name is Dean. It's my daughter, Kate. We're selling real estate. We're with it. So that's how we started. And, and so that's how we've become who we are now. Mm -hmm. But it was really evident, uh, you know, like we, we didn't fit in the mold of, of, you know, the brokerage. And so, sure. you know, it was like, you know, this is, this is not working for us. And I'm like, oh, wow, what's not working? Well, you know, it's, this is, you know, you're going to need to do this new, we're more corporate. And, and I'm like, no, that was my first thing. Normally, Greg, I'd have done, okay, whatever you say, I'll do it. I'll just go. Wow. Because, but I had to, it took me right back. You talk about the blessing of having some of those past traumas mm -hmm. because it took me right back. It's like, Oh God, no, 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 no. I can't, mm -hmm. I can't, I will not be this is that who I'm not. I will not be something that I'm not. I yep. will not turn into something I'm not. Love it. So, and at the same time, well then there was, you know, we started getting introduced to some other brokerages that were coming around. And so we decided to do a little, we decided to, you know, switch it up again. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, so that was a huge one. And of course, you know, when I tell you how this all falls in place, it'll make sense. And there's no mistakes in this life, Greg. There's just not. I mean, I've had to learn how to accept everything for what it is. And sometimes that's a bit difficult as, you know, as a person who's rebounding yet again, but knowing that I can make this happen, you know. Yeah. 
Uh, and, and Dean, as you're as you're going through that journey, and again, I just love the way that you're able to weave words and tell that story, putting us right into that perspective and time of your life. So you're you're kind of painting the picture, at least for me, you know, wonderful, you know, turning of the page to the next chapter, you know, really compounding off of where you've been and your perspective, what you don't want to do again, but also what you want to do now into the future, family dynamic into it, growth and development. But there's something that just doesn't quite work in this stage or chapter of your life, which is the brokerage. And again, I, I always say this to anybody. I'm always naturally curious, and I think the audience is too, uh, why someone makes the determination or decision to change a brokerage and to to reevaluate their, their current surroundings or situation. So Dean, from Remax, where you're currently at, what, where did you go? And why did you go there? What was your kind of putting yourself back into that thought? How are you determining that was right for your stage in that chapter of your life? Well, I, I mean, again, uh, I've, I've been learning. I still am learning mm -hmm. to, you know, breathe in these ideas, you know, okay, where does it sit? You know, so something wasn't working. And I mean, you know, and again, it, it was a great place. People are beautiful. I mean, it just wasn't the thing. I mean, so yeah. could I have nothing? I mean, I learned lots, did lots of good business. Mm -hmm. it, it was it was good, but but there was a there was an aspect that wasn't fitting this new Dean point that wanted to be really going out and being the, his most authentic self, and especially being able to teach my kids. So that's what wasn't working. So, uh, you know, um, our assistant at the time, who turned into be a real estate agent after Heidi, she's very detailed, and mm -hmm. I said, Heidi, I want you to take every brokerage that's on Vancouver Island. Let's dissect the hell out of them, and like, where do we end up? Wow. Okay. So I just know we got to make a change in mm -hmm. that same era of time. I had a call from a good friend of mine, you know, um, from another province, same bro old brokerage said, Hey Dean, there's a new, uh, there's a new model. I've just called EXP. And I'm like, Dan, I don't have time right now. I listen, we're looking at all this. So I just, you know, Dan, this is good, but you know, I'll, I'll look at it when I get a chance. So inundated with emails and stuff like that. But, but however, the time came and Heidi came back to me, she says, Dean, I have a plethora of information. So, Hey, have at her. She goes, we're your humble, you know, like she's like, we're humbly with you, whatever you decide, but we'll do it as a family and as a team and, you know, everything else. And wow. so at that time, um, I got on my boat. This is in 2000, September of 2018 now. So we're, we're bumping time up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Real estate. Yeah. But September, 2018, I just bought a new boat. And so I said, oh my gosh, what a great business expense. I'm going to go away and think about business. So off I go. So I took my boat from the Vancouver Island area and uh -huh. I took down to a place called Friday Harbor in Washington. So just outside of Seattle kind of thing. Uh -huh. And so as I'm tying up my boat to the dock, this is my goal now is to go in and research this, all these seven or eight companies. Okay. So good. So I'm on this thing and EXP happened to be one of them. Those Royal pay. They all, they're all there. So as I'm tying up my boat, just another guy pulls up his boat. He helped me and I helped him. So two days we're sitting on the dock, Greg, and we just started BSing with people, you know, and just, you know, just camaraderie of the dock. And Greg, I've never been one of the person that walks up to a person, hey, what do you do? I think that's the lowest form of conversation, to be honest with you. If I like you, I'm just going to engage with you because of what I'm vibing out with you. Sure. And so it was the same with that guy. And and so we never spoke for like two days about what we do. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, end of the second day, he's on my boat, his, uh, his, uh, his bride is with him. And we're sharing a glass of wine. And eventually I said, so Glenn, how do you express yourself to the world? He goes, oh, Dean, cool. He says, um, he says, well, he says, Back in the day, he says, I used to work for Keller Williams. And he says, I started the new little company, he said, called EXP. I'm like, shut up. Shut your mouth right there. Shut up. I said, are you kidding? I ran behind my couch. I took out this plethora of information. I'm running through it. Go, <gasps> I said, I'm studying your business model on this trip. He goes, put it away. Let's chat. What do you want to know? Unbelievable. And, and, and that's how I met the owner. And we become, and we remain friends to now. Glenn and I, we were on his boat this summer. You know, like he's a, he's a beautiful human being. And he told me where this business model came from. He goes, you know, went through all that 2000, 2008. And he says, all these realtors are such beautiful humans. But he said, they put themselves last. And he says, you're only as good as your last paycheck. So he says, oh. he says, you know, so I'm, I want to build a company that the real estate agents don't get lost. We, we're not going to end up at the end with nothing because mm -hmm. Greg, you're not a realtor, but you know, but the point is as realtors, yeah. when you get to the end of a deal, we'll make anything happen. It's all about what we give in from our heart center. We'll give away our commissions. Everything's like, we want everybody to be happy. And sure. so unfortunately, a lot of good realtors are not good business people. So they mm -hmm. end up at the end of their careers with absolutely nothing. And mm -hmm. then, you know, so they're still working when they're eighties. Glenn's like, screw that. 
I'm going to produce a model that everybody's taking care of. And I'm, this is how I'm going to do it. So when I finished with him that two days, I'm like, Glenn, done, done. I never read another thing. I came back here and February, 2019, we joined this new business model called EXP. And, you know, Greg is not for everybody. It, 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 it helps us. And it's got, it's got these different aspects. Now I want to get, and the reason why I wanted to jump into that is because it ties in the deal that I made with God back in 2009. Mm -hmm. When I joined EXP, Greg, this was an opportunity. You know, I, how many people are on the planet? You know, Glenn and I met at that point that day for a reason. And right. if I had not met with him, I might not have been there because who knows where I'd have ended up. That was no mistake, Greg. And when that was so serendipitous, on my way back, Greg, guess what happened? I was hit over the head with a two by four by God. And he said, hey, here's the deal. You made a deal with me, Dean. He says, now he says, I'm, I'm, I, now he says, listen, it's, it's a few years later. You're back on your feet. You're a good guy. And here's the deal. Don't fuck this up. He says, because I won't give you another chance. Here's the deal. Take it on right now. And he says, if you start earning revenue shares through that part of the business model, mm. he goes, that is not your money. He says, that money he says, will go to what it is that you said you want to do on the planet. You said to me, listen, get me out of this mess and I'll give back in whatever form it is. Yeah. And Greg, that revenue share that comes in because I've attracted some other agents. And this is just the way it, it's a business model. It's Robert Kiyosaki's 21st century business model uh -huh. by Glenn. And so, you know, I've just been me. A few people have come up and asked me. They've happened to join. Some do, some don't. Greg, I have some revenue share coming in. And mm -hmm. it's it's the it's the thing that I'm able to give back with. And of course, with that particular revenue share, Greg, I was given a vision. Mm -hmm. And the vision, Greg is to, I purchased a piece of land on a Southern Gulf Island called Gabriola Island, just 20 minute ferry ride from Vancouver Island. It's a mm -hmm. Gulf Island. Greg, I got 15 acres on a mountain and it's raw land. And I was able to purchase it from the stock options that I have with EXP. And now the revenue share pays the mortgage. Greg, the vision for this property is to build a retreat center for burnt out realtors and, and the world, not just burnt out realtors, I want people to come, Greg, and recapture themselves. Or, or when they're at that point, Greg, instead of putting their hand to their mouth, I want them to know that there's a place out there. Okay, I fucked up. I'm okay. Good. I now I have a safe place to go that I know that they've been through what I've been through, and through the love of therapy of animals and 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 some and some many different treatments that we'll be able to provide, Greg, to bring people back to life so they don't have to do that right at the end. So Greg, that's what this is about. That's why this business model is is important to me. Dean, I I and I want to definitely stop there because I want to dive deeper into you know the the ranch and everything that you're mentioning there. But we we got to talk about the serendipitous nature of you, you and Glenn and the, the 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 just the boats and and the travel and the opened conversation with a complete stranger, getting to know one another and. What a just what a beautiful story if you think about it. And I agree. I, people are put in and out of our lives for a reason. I, I don't I don't find that to be uh, just happenstance that all the stars are aligning. Think about all the little steps throughout your life to get you to that particular point. Um, there there definitely is more to it than people want to to admit sometimes. But I think the fact that you were already researching. There wasn't quite the right fit, uh, you know, where you're currently at in the chapter of your life and then taking that journey, um, you know, looking back on it into that perspective, was there any was there any key takeaways from Glenn that might have stood out to you during that conversation? And uh, not even about real estate. Maybe no. it was just about life or, or the way that you guys were communicating. Anything that that sticks out to you as you were having that conversation for a few days that maybe... Uh, the audience hasn't heard before or something that you haven't shared before? Anything that comes to mind? I mean, what continues to come to mind is the humility. Oof. It's the humility and the authenticity. I mean, it couldn't have been ever planned that I, you know, I watched the guy for two days and of course he, we're, we're parked right next to each other. And mm. it was just nothing more than just, it was just, I, there was, I, I didn't find any ego. Like, you know, yeah. this is, I've done this. I was like, there was none of that stuff. He's just a beautiful human being. Huh. And, and you can tell his, 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 his mission on the planet is to make my life better. 
mm. you know, as a real estate agent, he cares. Yeah. And it keeps on going on. And this is, you know, this was just beautiful over those. And after I found out about it, cause I didn't know who he was, which is great. I mean, I, I quite liked him. He was just a nice human yeah. because, you know, Hey, there's a lot of boaters that aren't nice either. Right. Like anybody on the planet For but sure. what it was, he says, Dean, you know, we have a value system. He says, you know, we want to be, you know, we want to be, we want to be forward thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have education. And I said, he said, Dean, what's most important to you? Yeah. I remember asking that what's most important to you as you move forward in this part of your life. Wow. I said, I want to be able to help people. My God, I want to be able to help people through my coaching. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I said, I just want to be, I have to be, I said, I have to be giving back. This is my, I'm done taking. And I remember him and he kind of chuckled. He says, oh, you want to do coaching? Oh, we got lots of, there's lots of platforms, lots of platforms. And I'm like, really? I said, I just want to go on and be able to tell people how to raise their level of awareness. Can Mm -hmm. can you give me some platform to speak and and tell people how to be a good dad? Can you give me a platform to speak to say, you know, what I did do to get my business off the ground and how to save your friggin' soul when you feel you're going to be lost? And he says, Dean, we got it all. It's already set up. You don't even need to, you don't even need to make this. Hmm. so i knew then that it was just done this i was done i was home i came back here and i walked in and the glow was on my face like 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 a beautiful pregnant lady right the glow was here oh my god you're glowing yes i am (laughs) you know i found i found what's going to work for me in my life now i feel good now i i i love that and again the perspective of why people make the decisions and you know, there's, it's got to be right for anybody involved and everyone makes decisions based off of what's in their environment. But to me, I think what's so beautiful about your story and your journey is you're, you're looking for a place not only to maximize and continue the legacy and, and, and build with family, but also to help and guide others through your experiences to coach, to train, to mentor. And what a great opportunity through EXP to do that. But okay. So we, we got to talk about the 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 ranch and the retreat situation what what does that look like i guess how far along is that dean and you know what what information can we give out to the public uh if it's not too early that sort of thing i would love to kind of talk about that because uh that that's just fascinating so we we got the early stage of it so give us the uh you know kind of the background as to what what they would be expecting going there and and what your plans are you know for somebody and their experience I, i would love to hear this Sure. Well, I mean, Greg, it's evolving every day. So where we are now, when I, I bought it, it was a it was a piece of raw land and it wasn't even for sale. It was on a development. It was at the end and the developer was showing me, you know, the, the lot that was for sale. And I had, I, I looked, well, what's that one over there? And he goes, well, that's not for sale. I'm like, oh my God, well, there's three eagles just landed on a tree that says it is for sale and I'm, it's mine. And he goes, oh my God, I've never seen three eagles land on a tree. And oh. so then I started sharing, I said, listen, I need a piece of property. I want to be able to bring my, you know, my, my closest people that have gifts in my life, my, my friends who can share their, their gifts and mm-hmm. the practitioners in my life that want to, you know, help me. I want to be able to create a space. And I was telling the developer Don this and he goes, well, that's good. And we're always looking for those people on this kind of land, but that's not for sale. Four months later, he says, Dean, oh my gosh. I support you 100. So he sold me the land. Wow! So now I bought a raw piece of land. That was July of 22. Okay. Okay. So now, Greg, um, you know, much as I love my revenue sharing is coming in, but I mean, you know, so so the point is, I mean, there's only you know, so so I got enough money to buy. Yeah. We have left on it, which is almost paid for, which I'm so grateful again. The stocks and stuff. I mean, it all lined up. So, yeah. but now, so we got the road put in. There's the power put in. It was fifth, seven power poles. I mean, there was a hundred grand for that. There was uh, there was the water. We got we got so much water, twenty gallons a minute, which is huge. Mm. And I, you know, when someone heard about the cause, they donated their donkey for therapy animal. And so I have a donkey named Rosie on there. She's thirty one. And uh-huh. Greg, now, now setting the stage, like yeah. Rosie had to be there first because I believe that I have I have got so much peace by being around that donkey and so much unconditional love it's it's beyond measure so i know there's some there's 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 healing there greg and there's you know for whatever people need there's going to be a donkey there that can listen and lick you and you can go clean up donkey shit in the morning and feel good about your life right oh it's so good so so then so then the plan the plan and again so this is the part where it's unfolding and i don't really have all the details but my gosh what i do know is that i want to create a space Mm-hmm. where the human can come on the property and just feel that they can let go and not be judged without judgment, just to come on and go, listen, 
I need help. And mm -hmm. so when we decide what that program might look like, we'll have practitioners. We'll have a 10,000 square foot facility with 10 treatment rooms. You uh -huh. know, we'll, we'll have places they can go to either do, you know, sound therapy, force mm -hmm. bathing. I have one of my friends, Shelly, who, you know, she's, you know, she's, she loves doing force bathing with, and there's a, there's a psychedelic aspect of it. There's psilocybin treatments, clinical treatments, there's end of life programs, you know, just come one, come all. I believe I, I want to create a space, Greg, for people to come in and just have a sense of going back to themselves and to allow themselves to feel again mm. and not be attached to, to everything else in the world that's taken their time. I want them to come back. I want them to come back and feel their own heart center, Greg. This is what I want. And when we do that, Greg, they'll leave and they'll, they'll know how to navigate the newness of their life and integration. And would there be better dads, Greg, be better realtors, come back and be a better team leader, come back and give and understand that it's not all about me. This whole world is about all of us being one, Greg. That's what I want. Uh, Dean, that that is a a massive uh, you know impact into nature, and I think that as anybody who's tuning into this with us right now or after the fact, um, high performing individuals, entrepreneurs, real estate professionals, there's lots of pressure, there's lots of stress that's involved in certain aspects, if not many aspects of life and growth or business, and to take the time to find a place to come back to center. Uh, to recharge or sharpen the axe, as they say, uh, I think is a beautiful thing, Dean. And and the fact that you're putting this together in such a picturesque uh, sort of setting. And as you mentioned, Rosie, uh, that to me just puts a smile on my face. I mean, who doesn't love animals? And uh, I don't know, for whatever reason, for me, I'm a big fan of ducks. I don't know why, just the the nature of just peaceful on, on just a, a simple still pond and, and seeing ducks just kind of floating along almost effortlessly, but you know that there's movement down below. Um, there's something about that connectivity in nature to, to animals and, and, and nature to really bring you back to center. So I, I love the fact that you're doing this. Do you have a, I guess, do you have any timeframes or is there a way for the audience to say, Hey, Dean, I want to be a part of that. Or, you know, I want to know when that thing's ready to go. I guess what's the best way for people to get a hold of you to connect with you this way to to learn more on a business side, a, a, a you know personal side, and you know everything for what you're doing for for the ranch. Uh, what's the best way? Sure. Uh, well, the ranch is called Rebel Free Ranch. R E B I L. Okay. Rebel Free Ranch. So I've just started our Facebook page again. You know, um, um, everything is it's like drinking through a fire hose right now and you know and running our business in real estate and and and, and going over there and coming back but i'm surrounded with people that are helping me greg mm -hmm. and so dean at the baldguide.ca is the best way to get a hold of me for any of this but the time frames i mean it's right now I, to be honest with you like we've you know i've i've invited people over already to even do work on the ranch and like be part of this thing wow. like you know i built a 20-foot yurt you know, so so we put that on the property. And so there's been some journeys going on in the yurt. It doesn't. And so I was one of those guys that was well, got to be all finished before we can do anything. And so what I'm learning, Greg, again, as the universe, you know, comes back and says, Dean, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Ooh. And I'm like, oh my gosh, wow. So at this point, I mean, I'm I'm just cleaning land. We're preparing. I know where the facility is going to go. You know, we have outhouses, but we have power and we have water and we have a little cabin there. And so, you know, for anybody that's even around and wants to just join and just come over and go, well, listen, hey, I got practitioners ready to rock and roll anytime for anything that's going on. Come here and, and be part of the journey and, and just help clean trees and have bonfires and tell, tell your story, you know, so it starts today, but the facility part, you know, I I'm thinking to set, we're a two year window before we're out. We got programs to invite people in to fly in. Oh, and for all those super rich people that's on this, like we're having a heli, we're having a helicopter pad put in wow. like it's, it's class act all the way. And, it, and, and I say that it's not posh, it's from our heart, but I, but I know that, you know, when people get up in the morning, Greg, they're going to have a beautiful surrounding and they can walk up and get their eggs for their breakfast. We have a greenhouse being built. Anybody knows about greenhouses? Help me. I don't know none of this stuff. I don't know about it. I don't know anything, but I know this is where I'm supposed to be. That's oh, Dean, what I know is I'm honored that you took the time today to really share this story. What a beautiful journey you, you've laid, you know, every aspect of the life out there for everybody to take consideration and love and, and perspective from, uh, myself included. Uh, you know, this has just been such a journey and yet there's so much more to come. 
you know, th- this next chapter as you're unfolding, Dean, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what else you do and who you impact along the way. Th- this has been phenomenal, my friend. Anything you want to say to, to kind of wrap up this episode? Any any final words of wisdom uh, b- before we finish up? I prayed before this, um, before this session. I said, listen, here's the deal, you know, like, let me separate myself from what should be said or shouldn't be said. Let's just let it unfold organically. And um, my goal, Greg, today was to just to be able to help one human out there that's going to say, oh, God, there's another person that I can that I can relate to, you know, and we don't there's there's other ways. And and still, you know, we can have it all and and we can have balance and equanimity. And so that was my prayer today before we started this like, okay, God, you know, just let it come out the way it's supposed to be. And Greg, you were the man to do this with. So thank you. Like what you do and how you structure life and help people. I want to say thank you for having me and thank you for Chuck for introducing us. Right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm one of your biggest fans. So thank you. (laughs) Hey, the the, the feeling is mutual Dean. And again, this is a two way street as always. And to have beautiful conversations uh, for somebody who's really showing the characteristics and the humility and, and the expertise and knowledge base to really just weave those words, Dean, um, it's not easy, but you make it easy just so you know that. Uh, and I know that so much that I've learned, the audience is the same way. Uh, I can't wait for our relationship to continue to grow and next conversations with you, my friend off yeah. camera, off live streams, that yeah, sort of cool. thing. It's going to be great. Uh, I do have to dub you though, Dean, this is, this is yeah. an official end to each episode. You are an official real estate Titan. So that is, that is a badge of honor. You can wear forever. No plaques, no trophies, but it's in your heart. Uh, forever, uh, that sort of thing. And again, I can't thank you enough, Dean. It was an absolute pleasure, my friend. Thank you, Greg. Oh, gosh. And everybody, thank you, as always, for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like what we're doing with Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like, subscribe. You do know what to do at this point, but I have to say it anyways. Uh, I do want to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lionbolt Media. If you are a real estate professional looking to grow and scale your business with leading edge digital marketing, visit lionboltmedia.com. Now we're live here on Real Estate Titans every Tuesday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. Catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Dean. Thank you.